In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10, where we will answer the question, why is the love of money bad? First Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10 says, Now there is great gain in godliness with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Money is the root of all evil. We've heard that before. That's not exactly what the text says, but this is the text where that comes from. So we should probably acknowledge the fact that in our culture, a lot of folks will say, Money is the root of all evil. And I can understand that. Because if you look at the different evil that takes place in the world, there very, very frequently is a financial or monetary component to it. That's just the nature of things. But the text says that the love of money is the root of all types of evil. So it isn't an exclusive statement, but it is a significant warning statement, letting us know that we need to be careful about where we place our trust and our hope and our confidence. Here are three thoughts from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. Thought number one, godly contentment. It is a good thing to be content with the things that you have to trust that the reason you are in, the particular state you're in, is a part of God's providential plan. That whether you are suffering or doing well, whether you are wealthy or broke, this is not outside of God's control. It's not outside of his purposes. In fact, it is right in the center of it. Everything that happens is a part of God's divine plan. Thought number two, desiring wealth. We desire wealth. Maybe not all of us, but maybe all of us. We desire wealth because what can you do with it? You can do just about anything. They say that money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a jet ski, and I've never seen somebody on a jet ski not having a good time. You've heard that before, right? Well, it's just something for us to consider that wealth does seem like it solves a whole lot of problems. Here's the issue, though. When you desire wealth and you desire it more than anything else in this world, wealth is becoming your idol. It is becoming your God. And this is one of the reasons why the love of money is the root of all types of evil, or is a root of all types of evil. It's because with money, you sure can do an awful lot. So desiring wealth simply because you're being selfish 
or because you're dissatisfied with your life is showing a lack of contentment and a lack of trust in your heavenly father. Thought number three, ruin and destruction. This is what happens when you start to desire wealth more than faithfully serving God. Wealth becomes your God and you chase after it and you worship it. And what follows from chasing after wealth and worshiping wealth is a separation from your heavenly father who created you. When you begin engaging in idolatry, you are placing the created thing above the creator, which the Lord absolutely detests. The great crime of Israel is that they worshiped other gods. The great crime that we commit is that we worship wealth. And the end result for us, if we are loving money and are making it an idol, is ruin and destruction on the same scale that Israel experienced because of their idolatry. Remember, they were conquered and absolutely destroyed. And it was only by the grace of God, it's only because of his loving kindness that they were ultimately returned to the promised land. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of 1 Timothy chapters 4 through 6. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.